no matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. Don't make a bit of sense to me. If that's what being crazy is, then I'm senseless, out of it, gone down the road, wacko. But no more, no less. Welcome to Unhinged, episode 34, recorded December 18th, 2016. This will be our last show of the year. Last show of 2016. This is our last show of the year. It is. Yes. We started in March with episode one. Uh, And uh, it is now December. It's crazy. We've lasted. Yeah. (laughs) We have. I mean, uh, I have to thank you in part to letting it last because I kind of a lot of fall off the wagon moments which I think you're going to kind of summarize. Yeah, well, that's, you know, the the thing is, we always said from the beginning when we started the show uh, that we were just going to basically chronicle the reality of mental illness with you as the example. And, you know, sure enough, there's been ups and downs. And Yeah, but it's it's true. It's become like a a real-life kind of reality show soap opera. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's um, so I've been going through our episode list from since episode one, and it's it's kind of interesting. Uh, this is kind of like a little bit of a year in review. Um, but we started March 30th with just a plain old intro introducing ourselves. Um, but we immediately went into on episode two, we talked about Trump and narcissistic personality disorder. And this was way before we even thought that Trump had a chance to become president. And those um, terms, by the way, are interchangeable. Which terms? Trump and narcissistic personality. Oh, yes. <laughs> He's a spokesman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, not to get too political, but that's, you know, that we were talking about his personality. And a lot of people agree that, you know, a lot of professionals agree uh, that there's a chance he has narcissistic personality disorder. And um, and what better person should be the most powerful person on right. earth? Exactly. <laughs> um, so after that, we, you know, we continued on with the show and we, uh, like episode five, we talked about medical marijuana. And as we know, now it's becoming even more and more legal in more states in the United States, um, recreationally and medically. Um, yeah, we'll have to do a follow-up on that because things have changed quite drastically even since we did the show. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it, and it's definitely a it's a topic that's important for people with mental illness because you know it can be used as a medicine and it should be treated that way and should be studied that way and researched. Um, so and it's so starting it's, to be so. Exactly. So it's 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 a good thing um, that. Uh, more and more states uh, and countries are seeing it as, as uh, you know, potentially helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Episode seven, we moved on and talked about Robin Williams. Uh, that was a very, very sad show. Um, God rest his soul. Yeah. And we, we coupled that with suicidal contagion. Um, so that was a pretty heavy show. Uh, that was kind of the first at least in my view, the first view of uh, 2016 being a pretty shitty year 
when it came to, uh, you know, people leaving us. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know. for sure. Uh, although that's going to happen as we get older. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately. Yes. Yeah. Well, in Robin Williams case, he was way too young. Um, but it's, it shows the reality of mental illness. Well, and my contention is still the same as far as the attention his story got versus, let's say, Prince, for instance. Right. Uh, you know, and again, I did mention to you, and I won't get into it too much, but I did mention when I was in the store and saw the magazine rack that they showed, I think it's the latest Life magazine that showed on the cover, you know, uh, pictures of nine people that we lost. And mm -hmm. uh, so I'm sure that the whole, I'm sure he's in there. But he wasn't one of the nine on the cover, and that yeah. to me is is quite uh, mind-boggling, given his scope and fan base and right. body of work. But we'll get into that. But that's something we can follow up on later. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, 2016, we saw a lot of a lot of good people uh, leave us, and it's 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 been rough. Um, moving yeah. on, we went to uh, we talked about. Uh, music and music therapy in episode nine uh that's that's a subject near and dear to our hearts of course yeah that's going to come up again and again yes definitely and we'll talk about art therapy too and other things that are coming about right uh and then we went on uh, in episode 11 it was one of the the first episodes i think that um we we touched on something more in a documentary sort of style and that's the criminal mind that's when we talked about serial killers and yeah. things like that psychopathy and sociopathy right right and uh it's definitely a part of uh mental illness that is the the darkest you could probably get um, well we related it to mental illness uh as it is and did not sensationalize and so mm -hmm. it wasn't like we just wanted to go off and have fun. We did relate right. it to, to things and even relating to me being a possible sociopath growing up. Right. Um, you know, which of course we refuted. Um, yeah. Well, we know now you, you do have a healthy amygdala, so that prevents you from, from going that distance. <laughs> yeah. Well, not a healthy amygdala, but well, at least right. a, a very existent amygdala. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, from that point on, we went to, uh, uh, episodes 17 and 18, which are, um, what we called relapse part one and relapse part two. And this was in July, uh, July 19th was the first part and July 26th was the second part. Now the second episode, uh, episode 18, um, was, we, we labeled it the call and that was the one where. I had recorded a phone call from you when you were tremendously down. You were in a severe category, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, and at the time, I don't think you actually knew I was recording the conversation, but afterwards uh, I told you about it and I said, you know, we could use this on the show to kind of show the reality, the harshness of, of this disease and what it can actually do and how it can distort your thinking. Um, it well, was Well, we think alike, so I think... You had said it, and then I said, "Yeah, I figured you were." Right. I yeah. Had mind that you probably did just in case it right came out all juicy, you know. Yeah. Um, 
And by and the way, f- let me just throw in that um, that relapse was in July, and we had talked about how when I had that amazing remission in 2013, mm-hmm. I relapsed at that pretty much very same time, mm. which is interesting coincidence or not. Yeah. But also when we talk about SAD, um, it shows the distinction between having a neurological depression and SAD. Right. Uh, a very big difference because mine doesn't need to be triggered. You know, it could be sunny, it could be gray, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. just whether or not the parts of the brain are doing what they should when they should. Right, exactly. I mean, that that shows the neurological aspect of your particular case. Yeah, and that they're really two very different conditions. Right. That sometimes could coexist, but, you know, again, it doesn't. Uh, although we did talk when we did the SAD show that some people, for some reason, a small percentage are triggered uh, in the summer months right. you know, versus the typical fall-winter trigger. Right, but the the fall winter trigger is by far the the more common. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then, so after the relapse episodes, uh, the, this was a really tough time. Um, but you did get. Uh, we had an episode nineteen called "A New Hope," uh, where you actually did feel like you were starting to come out of this, but it didn't really last. And then from episode twenty one to twenty three. <clears throat> You were still struggling. Um, we had episodes there called Fear, uh, Trepidations. Uh, I think those two are ones I might have done myself. Yeah, I believe so. Mm-hmm. Um, because you just weren't in any shape to record a show. Right. Um, so, but we wanted to keep the show going to show that, you know, hey, this is reality. This is what happens. And, you know, I remember you telling me, go on. It's like you're saying, go on without me. Uh, <laughs> well, um, it's again just feeling responsible and and wanting to. I mean, I want this to be something and right. it's become something, and that's really special. Yeah. But, um, you know, you feel a real obligation to to the people listening and not you know leaving them hanging because yep. if they're finding us uh, that oh there are people out there like me and uh, you know they they find this connection and then you leave them hanging. That's what right. you. Right. We, we, we didn't want that to ever happen. And then uh, actually from uh, episode 24, you actually felt a little better. We called that happy days. Um, but starting from, uh, it looks like episode 26 through 28, uh, even 29, you were not good. Uh, you were struggling again. You were down. Um and there were there was another the episode twenty eight was called Eyes Are Green. That's when you were, uh, mm. you know, halfway turned into the Hulk. <laughs> you were stuck. It came from a, a text that I sent you. Yes, yeah, it's all I could come out with. That I, I don't even remember what it was, but yeah, Eyes Are Green, clothes are ripped, right? Things suck or something. That's right to that yeah. effect, right? which immediately told me, yeah, things are not good. They're they're still still very bad. Um, well, it communicated a lot to you in that you knew that I couldn't talk to you because mm-hmm. I, I retreat and all that. So, but the fact that I knew that I needed to reach you and not leave you worried, and so yeah, it's short. You know, it was two liner, but you got it all. You got the gist from from that, right? 
Yeah, exactly. That's both um, thing almost. So really up until the last show, show 33, uh, about seasonal affective disorder, uh, you, you've been struggling and, and we even had a show in, in between there with Matt Maloney talking about autism spectrum disorder. Um, yeah, but I, I know, you know, you participated in that show. It was a great show. Uh, you had a lot to say. Um, but I know you were still struggling during that whole time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was a big help uh, in how good he was. And, um, and you guys had a lot of banter back and forth. So it alleviated some of that pressure on me because yeah right. i was i was kind of fighting through it yeah and then yeah. we we sort of took a little bit of a break before the uh before the last show um just to to get you uh just to feel a little better and and it seems like that's been happening it seems like your dbs has finally kicked in again after they tweaked it again um and you're you know on the mend again uh hoping it lasts um yeah, we usually talk about actually the beginning, um, which I was going to stop you and say, hey, let's drop better than the beginning. But um, but there's not much of a change since last time. It's kind of in the, kind of in the intermediate, moderate mm -hmm. category. Right. Um, so I'm able to do things. I'm able to taste things uh, and appreciate certain things. Uh, but there's definitely the trials and, and issues that you go through and, triggers are sensitive and right so you gotta you know tread lightly and going back tuesday for because i told the doctor that i want to make sure i got in before the holidays mm -hmm. so that we can do our best to to get to hope that something will work to get me through the holidays because that's right. a hard time to get through it's it's just sort of um hyper sensitizes the whole uh, condition yeah and i think that's something we we actually want to touch on in today's show uh you know last show we talked about sad um which is more about the you know the um the the time of the year bringing this uh this feeling of depression based on uh you know things like the light the 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 cloudiness bringing depression on and stuff like that but the holiday season brings a lot of issues for a lot of people based on other um, triggers like family pressure, crowds and shopping and being alone for the holidays and things like that. So I think we want to cover uh, some of the possible coping mechanisms for these types of things that, that you come across during the holiday season. Yeah, and to get get you through it, and and not um, think about the typical patterns and distorted patterns of thinking that come to mind, and oh, I don't have family if that's your case, or mm -hmm. you know, every time I hear a jingle bell, I want to hit somebody, or you know, just yeah, uh, you know, um, a way to to get through that. That in the perfect world, this is a good time. It's you know whether you focus on the the religious aspect, which we don't, and hmm. but but just you know when it came to your family and your mom, and that's just a family thing, and it's just it gives a reason for you to be with family and friends. Uh, if you don't have that, that there there are things that you can do for yourself to you know to cope and to right. 
abate those triggers a little bit and just realize this happens every year. Mm -hmm. I just need to look out for number one. Don't step in number two. Right. The old Rodney saying and and look out for yourself and know what your triggers are and let's just get through it. And yep. Now here's another year to 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 grow that hope plant back. Right. Now before we get into those details, uh, I want to ask you: Did you ever have um, trouble during the holidays? Like, did that actually ever affect you uh, mentally? Uh, did it bring you down in general? Well, to answer that, I'll just say that's a really stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean that in a mean way. Uh, it, yes, it's, it's inevitable. It's, it's it, again, it it, uh, it just puts everything on a hyperdrive, all the bad mm. because of, of, and in my case, it's, you know, uh, a minimally supportive family uh, mm-hmm. situation and uh, just not ever having, not every, you know, always being a social phobic. And so, you know, you're going to do a, a, a sociopathic type of thing where you just, you focus more on how, oh, you people, you know, screw you and it's crap and just distorted thinking. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's always been worse. And that's why I wanted to make sure with you that we did a show before because I would say the majority of people with depressive uh, illness, uh, holidays are always more difficult. Yes. It's the whole dynamic of it. Well, and part of it, I think, is seeing uh, a lot of people feeling festive and being happy and outwardly showing it and decorating and all this. And if you're in the throes of the disease, you might look at that and it might anger you. It might make you feel like you shouldn't be happy because I'm not happy or, or whatever. I can't, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I can't stand. I, I think I, there used to be times where you'd kind of mention, you know, either a song or a movie and oh did you like this and I'm like no it's too happy right you know i think it's something i used to say but yeah oh yeah uh, uh it's yeah i can't stand seeing people happy <laughs> and and i don't mean that to them it's right. just that i can't do it for myself so it's like you know it's it's it, again it just um well it's like pouring salt on a wound it there you go. Yeah. Yeah. It just may, it reminds you of your pain, you know, and that you can't have that happiness that you're seeing, you know, everywhere else. So it's, yeah. it's as distorted as if you were literally delusional and you, and the TV was talking to you and they were just saying, we're happy. You're not F you. Right. You know? Right. And that's as you get as mad as if that were actually happening. Yeah. So, um, so far, you know, um, I don't get into it again in the, you know, in the religious sense or this, that type Mm -hmm. of thing. And, uh, you know, fat guy going through your chimney and which (laughs) again, physics would indicate that that's really not a possibility. (laughs) Right. Um, um, but, uh, but but interestingly, is that a, is that even a factor? Like I know your family, um, is Jewish. And so you didn't celebrate Christmas. Uh, you would celebrate Hanukkah. So 
was yeah was, just like a poor man's christmas you know well <laughs> like, but that that's my question is like would you see other kids that are celebrating christmas and being all happy with santa and all that w- would that affect you at all like being oh why can't i have santa or you know was that a part of it at all or i think number one my memory is not good enough for me to answer that question but mm-hmm. or has been wrecked too much but um on the other side no i think i i never I wasn't all there. I didn't have the control to even think of that deeply. It was mm-hmm. Judaism is kind of for a lot. Of, it seems like it's more of a culture than a religion. Right. You know, so it's like, no, we do this, they do that. And, and you know, we're right. Yeah. They're wrong, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and you'll enjoy this little stupid spinning thing <laughs> while they're getting these amazing presents, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, no, I did, that wasn't really a factor for me. Okay. I mean, I know that you didn't you didn't feel that way, probably, right? Like, God, I wish I had a dreidel. <laughs> you know? No. <laughs> or chocolate money or whatever. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, okay, so so basically, uh, we've we've listed a few um, triggers, uh, holiday triggers. Uh, and we want to see if we can come up with some ideas for how to cope with the, these types of uh, pressures. So, mm-hmm. you know, we already talked about seasonal affective disorder. Um, but just to sum up, you know, if you have sad, uh, there are mm-hmm. ways to cope with it. By the way, um, I just met up uh, yesterday with, uh, with a dear friend I used to work with at the Mood Disorder Association and her her. Uh, main disease is sad mm-hmm. um she's doing quite well um and uh we were talking about um i do just give one a shout out to ingrid that uh, had a good time and she's a great great person um and i know she's going to make it through well awesome so here's to ingrid um we were talking about light therapy and i just wanted to mention before you continue that um she was kind of searching through her phone when I mentioned it, you know, about where to get them. And so, and by the way, you can go to amazon.ca uh, or .com, I should say also. Uh, so Amazon uh, has many of them, uh, ranging from $80 on up. So they're, they're, they're good ones and they're uh, and not too expensive. Right. And uh, believe it or not, the other source we found was Costco sells many of them. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. So if you have a membership or know somebody that does, uh, you should be able to get a good do- good deal there. But if you if you look up sad light therapy, there's plenty of sources just from Google that you can find them. Uh, so I do want to mention that. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, so so besides sad, I think another huge uh, trigger during the holidays is family pressure. I mean, there. A lot of people live away from their families, but get together during the holidays, and that sometimes causes friction. Uh, you know, people sometimes during during their holiday meals will talk about politics or religion, which you know you really probably shouldn't talk about <laughs> um, in in uh, family context if it's going to cause problems. If you know people have vastly different ideas, um, that's family drama. And, and- it is. Yeah, and during the time of Christmas, you should, you could always just, you know, say, hey, we're all together now, but 
before we start, here's a few ground rules. Right. Because we are different people, and this is not a time to be talking about the, that stuff. It's a time to be, remember, when we were seven and we did this or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, look, take two weeks and just chill and just you come together. And, you know, uh, so you can make ground rules ahead of time. Right. And the important you know. thing is to focus on all the positive things in your life and uh, all the positive influences in your life during this time and forget the negatives. You know, don't, don't focus on that. Uh, this isn't the right time to do that. Um, especially when you're around family, cause you know, that could get very dramatic very quickly. No. Yeah. And, and you have a great holiday coming up because, um, you know, one of my biggest idols is not only you, but your father, mm-hmm. um, Carlos Gagiani. I just I have a, a lot of love for and a lot of respect for. And um, so you said you might just see maybe we'll, we'll have a quick Skype with him. And yeah. See him. And um, and all and things that I'm thinking about doing are just, well, again, day by day. Um, but reaching out to people. Whether it's just make, taking a phone call and mm-hmm. seeing how you, you know yours is going, there's going to be, you know, I wish I was doing that or I wish I had that, but that's not what you you just need to at least not escape, uh, still be in the picture, and mm-hmm. um, you know, and and the right people, the, the people that you're truly closest with and that are unconditional are probably gonna. Say, hey, man, everything's going to be cool, and, and we're here right. for you. Uh, we'll save you a candy cane, whatever, you know. Yep. Um, so, and I'm going to probably wear my unhinged shirt, uh, probably too much, or it might smell a little bit, but I'm alone for the holidays, so no problem. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that I'll, you know, that I have some sense of accomplishment and uh, what the new year could bring if, mm-hmm. if we can get this disease a little bit more consistent a little bit more uh a little, a more better off control yeah yeah and uh and just just concentrate on hope and that uh yeah. that i'm still here for another year and not dwell on oh shit another year um right you know i have to give myself credit that i've you know that i haven't you know gone the way of of the williams or right. others right um and um, well, and I, that we're just we're helping people, I and mean, we're hearing it through emails and calls and things on a weekly basis. Yeah, absolutely. And you you actually just mentioned something that you're going to be alone for the holidays, and that's a huge, huge trigger for so many people. Um, Massive, and, because it's really a matter of bringing things people together. Exactly. I look, you would think, yeah. There's a lot of things you can do, and you started mentioning some. You know, call your supportive friends. Yeah, um, that's something definitely. You know, the, the the people that you're again closest to, or that that make you feel good, who could understand, uh, you know, what you deal with and where you're coming from. But mm-hmm. but yeah, picking up the phone and and try to be included in whatever they're doing. And right, um, they suggest you know. Maybe bring a, a dish or seeing how you can contribute to their gathering or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, most people love to open their homes and expand the celebration. Right. You know, it, it works for everybody. Well, and one thing I, I 
I can recommend um, if you if you have the the ability to do this. Um, this is something that my dad does a lot because my my dad has a girlfriend who lives in Colombia and my dad lives in Florida, so they they're not always together, but they feel like they're together every day because what they do is they use Skype. They'll have their mm. Skype open with their cameras on, and you know my dad will be having dinner or something, and across the table is his computer with his girlfriend on there, you know, doing the same thing, and they're talking and joking around and it feels like they're in the same room. So that could be a good way to kind of feel included and feel like there's someone there, uh, you know, use technology well, I mean, to yeah. help. I was going to say, use the technology that we have to, to your advantage. Exactly. And, you know, it's hard for me to look at Facebook when I'm in a bad way, but if I can get through this holiday where I'm at now or better, then I can go on there and say, you know, Try to live vicariously through through them, mm-hmm. and and again, the right people will say the right things, and we wish you were here with us or whatever. And I know they're genuine, and mm-hmm. it's how you take things. Are you going to let the distortion um, rule your thought processes, or are you going to try and change those thoughts? Right. And and what better time to start CBT and and changing your thought patterns and your your daily patterns. Uh, during this time because then you could you know it's it's, there's a stronger reason to do it but it also will take your mind off some of the the typical thoughts that you'll have during the holidays exactly right you know so that's something that sort of just came to my head yeah well and another thing um you had mentioned before uh and and you tend to do this when you're feeling you know when you're more in a moderate uh zone is um you know, rather than just sitting at home alone in your apartment, uh, especially during the holiday season, go out, go see a movie, pamper yourself, treat yourself to something, uh, just be around people, even though, uh, you know, they're, they're not necessarily people, you know, but you're outside, you're, you're not wallowing inside. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, maybe Talking to strangers may not be a good thing because they might put me back into Cam H, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, it is. It's um, it's definitely t- to get out and take a walk because I'm sure wherever you live, your apartment, your condo, your house, um, chiggers are everywhere. Yeah, and na- nature should be, in general, a positive trigger, unless of course it's minus thirty, like it was the other day. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh yeah just just getting out i mean there are those you know very common things that we can talk about that people take for granted like um exercise right you know, knowing it creates endorphins those endorphins will help cause positive feelings and will counteract those stressful depression right uh, depressed feelings you know um and then just trying things like reading you know, and just just taking your mind off the the ruminating and yeah. the, the rumination on the of the distortion. Um, so keep your brain busy to, with more positive things. Yeah, and and use all your senses. Like, not only getting a good sleep, but what comes to mind is, you know, get the really good detergent with that fresh smell, and do your sheets every night so you can go to sleep and smell that. Yeah 
or you, you know, or get a new pillow if you need one. Uh, you know, little things like that. Mm-hmm. You know that um, it sets some time for yourself to just to, uh, you know, if it's guitar or music, art, uh, just weaving, whatever it, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even if you don't do art, just go to the your local dollar store. You can get a canvas with some markers and just take your mind off it in any way you can. Right. Uh, you know, and that's. You know, that's the best thing to do. And again, the CBT and learn how to, how to deal with your anger. Yeah. Uh, you know, which is really very helpful in coping with mental illness because anger issues can be involved with, with, you know, a lot of things and, and yeah. you know, getting relaxed and centered and healthy is, is, you know, the very first thing you should think of. Well, and another thing you can do to, to take your mind off things uh, when you're home alone is actually um, changing some of the normal patterns, maybe even redecorate, like move your couch to the opposite end of the wall. Ah, funny you said that. Yeah, it was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very classic thing or, 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 or changing the pictures that are on your wall, just right. moving them around. Yes, so it's diff- something's different, and it's taking your, it'll take your attention off things, even for a short time. But yeah, that's great. Well, and also, you know, the the way your your house looks, the way it's organized, the way it's set up, um, your your mind has a memory of that. And if you went through a particularly bad moment when your house was set up a certain way, uh, if you change that, if you redecorate, you move things around, change the pictures then those will no longer be triggers. It won't remind you of that bad time because it looks like a different place. That's right. It's kind of like I have a brother that I, that it really is just sort of disconnected completely. It's been a long time and, and I happen to look a lot like him. Mm-hmm. So I make sure that my look, <laughs> you know, the goatee and the, you know, is, uh, right. But that's dysfunctional. So, but, <laughs> but rearranging the furniture and the pictures and, and just, Doing something different when you wake up in the morning. What's the, yep. the first thing you usually do? Change it. The George Costanza thing. Right. It's always exactly. You know, a good thing. yeah. And we have YouTube, so lose yourself in going back and watching All in the Family episodes. Yeah. Things that that you laughed at when maybe things were good. Yeah. You know, or or watching the old Grinch, which I love that. Oh yeah. And, uh, but you can find anything on YouTube. So, uh, even if you just need to escape on, all right, I'm going to learn this on guitar or what, oh, you, YouTube's am, YouTube's amazing yeah. because you can get so lost in a thread. Like, um, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, this weekend we were doing that. Uh, we started watching, I think it was, uh, I think we started watching, you ever watch uh, James Corden, uh, and when he does the carpool karaoke, I love the singing. Yeah, and I was watching that last night, actually. Oh, my God. We were we watched, like, 10 episodes of that. The first one we watched was... Uh, Bruno Mars, too. Yes, Bruno Mars. It was an amazing yeah. episode. And yeah. and we were like, all right, we got to see more of this. So we just kept going to the next one, next one, next one. And we spent all night just watching these videos. And they're it's great because they're short. It's easy to digest. And it's, it's full of happiness <laughs> um, and laughter and... As soon as it was over, we're like, all right, we want to see more. We just want to see more. And with YouTube, we just kept going. It was a playlist. We just kept going. 
and it was wonderful. It was, it was a great time. And, And it's, it seems silly because it's the same as watching TV, but it's really not because when you watch TV, you're just kind of, you watch a show, you, you sit there, you watch the whole thing and then it's done. Then you, you know, forward the commercials and all that stuff. But with YouTube, you kind of get the meat of it all the time. There's no, Oh yeah. You know, you yeah. Don't, like you say, you can get lost and it could be five hours later and you're, yeah. you're still going. So that's a, yeah. I mean, what did we used to have? It was either, if you're alone, it was, yeah. you know, you could have all kinds of board games, but that'll piss you off because the only <laughs> things you can do is either solitaire or, right. you know, um, or just read the trivia art- questions yourself. <laughs> right. So, yeah. 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 And that's, yeah. So now yeah, most depressing night is playing trivial pursuit alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but now you can do Exactly. Now we have technology. We've got sites like YouTube that can take your mind off for hours. Um, and especially if you focus it on something positive and fun. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's a great way to try to not feel so depressed during the holidays. If you're, if you're alone. Yeah. And I'll, I'll say this, I'll give a shout out to the people who are friends or family members of people with mental illness if they're not doing well they're not going to probably reach you i'm telling you you should do it we're saying it's one good thing but if you're not doing well you probably won't yeah and i get it um you know don't be stubborn try and do it but if not those friends you know skype them yeah and say hey listen you're not doing well but i thought of a joke or here, check out our tree. It's so crazy because it's it's leaning the wrong way or whatever. Yeah, just you reach them and and show you care. Show there somebody out there. You're not just lost in your Christmas thing with your family. You're still thinking of them. Exactly. Uh, and so, you know, for those that are not suffering, make it a point to do that. Put it in your calendar. Mm-hmm. Do it, even you know, if it's. And, even if it's a simple IM or an email saying, Hey, thinking about you, hope everything's cool. You know, call me if you need anything. Just that acknowledgement is enough yeah. to, to, to make a difference. And something just lighthearted and nothing deep, nothing dramatic and nothing triggering. Just, right. you know, uh, you know, one day we're going to have this thing together or even mm-hmm. that. No, yeah, it is fine. Uh, I was reading something um, from this uh, psychologist Elaine Rodino, who was talking about you know that you should de- demythologize and adjust expectations that you may have. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's a clinical psychologist in Santa Monica, California, mm-hmm. uh, and she's saying that there are so many categories of expectations about the season being just right that it brings all sorts of issues to family. Like you were saying, yeah. Uh, and stress, anxiety, eating disorders, sobriety, self-esteem. And, yep. you know, the list goes on and she says, you know, there's this idea that it's supposed to be perfect right. and it's not. Yeah. Um, uh, the person asked, you know, what's wrong with me? And so she added that statistically the number of traditional quote unquote households, uh, in this country is not in the majority. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, pick up the phone, call friends, ask to be included yeah. in, in, in what they're doing, and um, 
create an alternative family as I have, as mm-hmm. I have Ed, I have Jack Marco who, who recently just, I don't know, Ed, you can mention if you want, but contributed to this GoFundMe campaign that's been so thoughtful for me and, um, and Matt and my cousin Jay and my uncle. And so I've created this alternative family for right. myself, you know, and, um, one that you can count on. And that's, that's the important part. The ones that get it. Yeah. And, and think positive that in the new year, maybe the others will start getting it. Yep. But don't think too much about it for right now. Surround yourselves with ones that do, because this is, this is sort of a, an epidemic uh, holiday mm-hmm. um, that you need to just, um, you know, one of the programs at the Mood Disorder Association is called RAP. Um, and it's, it's basically your depression toolbox, if mm-hmm. you will. But you got to, you know, put all those tools together, all the things we're mentioning. Just try them. Don't be stubborn. Try them. Right. Um, and just get through the day. If you're not able to do any of these things, um, just get through it. Right. You know, uh, uh, read, rent a video. And just remember tomorrow it's going to be over. Yeah. And the holidays can be a lonely time, but that doesn't mean you have to feel alone. You right. got to stay focused on acknowledging and meeting your own personal needs. And you're going to be surprised on how quickly the holidays are over and everyone's back to work and, and you know, you're back on the same trail fighting, hoping and, and listening to us and, and, and then it's and then it's a new year and you can think of that as hey this is a a blank slate i can make this year whatever i want it to be that's right that's right and that could be where you pull out the george costan and start the year just doing something exactly start the year talking with a british accent right uh, walking with a cane or or taking up yo-yo and kids will laugh and you're walking around using a yo-yo or yeah Whatever, learn a, learn you know, a magic trick, you know, whatever. That's right. Pick up a a, a harmonica. Yeah. Or whatever. And just, you know. Do something different. Just stop, yeah. something you wouldn't normally do. Right. Now, one other um, category uh, of triggers that we haven't covered yet uh, for the holiday season, um, this this is more for people who, who get anxiety uh, due to you know, large crowds and things like that. During the holiday season, a lot of people go out shopping uh, for presents and uh, for other people. And, you know, a lot of people have anxiety about being in, in large crowds, which you will see. If you go to any mall during the holiday season, it's it's a Don't. madhouse. Don't do it. No, I've, I've done that. Yeah. And yeah. Now the technology is probably what you're going to mention again, right? Well, uh, you know, that's one, one way to solve it is, you know, just order everything online. <laughs> Amazon.ca or Amazon, I should say. Yeah. You could find everything Yeah, because they have, I guess they partner with other specialty stores, right? So it covers yep. pretty much anything in the world from a pillow to a, a rock to an airplane to a, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's very little, very little you can't get on Amazon. And if it's not Amazon, there's, there's other places, um, but yeah, that's that's one way to avoid the crowds. Don't be in them. <laughs> Don't go to them. That's right. Uh, another way, though, if you do have to go out, if there is one thing you need that you can't find online and you feel like, well, I know this store has it, so I have to go out, 
um, and and you kind of did this recently. Um, if you have to take public transportation, that's a big problem because they're they're crowded and a lot of you know uh, people touching other people, and you you may not like that. That may be a trigger for you. Um, so you yeah, ended cooties up- is very related to anxiety. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, but you ended up taking a cab instead of taking a bus the other day. Yeah, no, Ed, Ed had a great idea and, and could be Uber nowadays as well. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I was, I, do you want to tell, tell what happened the other day? So, it, yeah. It, so basically, um, Doug called me up. Uh, this was the day before he was starting his um, peer support role uh, at the Mood Disorders Association. And he was starting to feel a little bit anxious, um, just nervous in general for, you know, he's, he's taking on this new venture and he's ha- he has to go out, travel to this place and, and you know, do the, the training and the uh, shadowing of someone and stuff like that. So he was starting to feel anxious because, A, he has to travel somewhere, which meant in his mind, he's taking a bus full of people. Well, during rush hour, it during, was about yeah. 8.30 is when I would have had to leave. and Yeah. Right. So that's one thing. Um, the other thing was uh, I felt like you were anxious and you were nervous that you wouldn't make a good impression because you were anxious and nervous. Um, so I gave you two pieces. Which is all distortion. Of course. Yeah. Um, but I gave you two pieces of advice that I think kind of worked out. One was... Well, let's just erase the whole crowd issue, the whole traveling issue, because if you're anxious about getting on a bus full of people and having people bump into you, which is inevitable, uh, just get rid of that and take an Uber or take a cab. Um, Normally, you wouldn't be able to when you were when you didn't have the funds. Um, No, that's why this is like the GoFundMe, you know. I'm so frugal that I haven't even spent it yet. Just making sure that I'm going to get through the month with with right. the necessities I need. But but this was something. That, and thank you guys for contributing. That I was able to to do it and not feel like oh my god, it was twenty dollars. I'm not going to eat you know for two days. Right. It was actually. So, I think you said it was actually more like thirteen or something that it came out to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was. Yeah. And I actually did do a cab because. I just wanted to feel, you know, I've never used Uber before and I will try it, mm-hmm. but there was, it was, uh, it was only a difference of a few dollars. Right. Um, and, and I knew he was just dead right with that. And, and I thought, oh, but if I call in the morning and it's going to be crazy because the weather was crazy. So, uh, the, the cab companies were actually working overtime because mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't want to drive. The driving conditions were terrible. So right. I called that night. And arranged it for the morning and told him, you know, I'm starting a new volunteer position. I, I really need to make sure he's here on time and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And set it up that night. And, and sure enough, he was here, exa- you know, about five minutes early. Called my cell phone. I'm downstairs. And it was just like, ah. Yeah. You know, like he's taking me door to door, yep. which he did. And it was like, and I made it a point to do it a little earlier instead of because I was going to get there at nine fifteen. Mm-hmm. I me I got I had him get me there at nine. So I even though it was cold out, I walked around the block. I had a cigarette, mm-hmm. which is of course not something I recommend, but that's my <laughs> vice. Right. Um. And and I was able to just chill. I went to a store, grabbed an orange juice, 
Of course, I took a few clonazepam, my regular dose. (laughs) That Mm. helped too. But do whatever you need to do that you know about your disease. Yeah, and and it really worked out, and that was some amazing advice that that you had given me. I, I'm so glad that worked out. Um, the other part, I'm not sure. I, I haven't talked to you about this yet, but um, I know you were anxious about uh, showing any sort of um, anxiety to the people at the Mood Disorders Association. So I said, well, you know, do what do what I do. <laughs> Um, which is I, I, I use self-deprecating humor to kind of, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I know I'm overweight. So when I see someone that I think, oh, they're going to say something, I'll, I'll nip it in the bud and I'll just say, I'll tell a fat joke about myself or something like that. Um, it kind of breaks the ice. It kind of takes the wind out of the sails of someone, uh, you know, saying anything. Um, not that, you know, the mood disorder association was going to say anything, but, for your peace of mind, I said, you know, let them know when you get there that, hey, I'm a little nervous, this is my first time, and, you know, kind of break the ice, and who better is going to understand? Oh, that was the bottom line. It's like we, we never really thought. It's like the, the the ironic thing is who I'm going to work for is the mood disorder. Exactly. They get like this. I'm going to work. Yeah, right. It's not yeah, a regular it's not like they're office. Go, That's so weird. He's yeah. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it breaks the ice and, and they know they're like, oh yeah, of course, you know, everyone's nervous on their first day. And, and that's, that's true. Even if it was a regular office job, you know, it's your first day. So yeah, there's going to be some nerves yeah. there. Yeah. And I, I didn't go to the self-deprecating way I just right. did the mental health thing and she said oh how are you you know when i first saw her mm-hmm. um and uh this is uh michelle who's the volunteer coordinator there and she just has a great natural personality very welcoming and how are you and i said well, you know i'm feeling a lot better than i thought because mm-hmm. uh you know i've just come out of this major um relapse and the dbs seems to be working and i just wanted to make it here alive yeah you know and uh, being a social phobic especially and the best thing was she said oh and there is where i can relate and yeah. so i know that she has had that in her past yeah uh, so so yeah there were a couple of you know just you know it, it was lighthearted and for for me it was just because they make you feel so welcome there and right it's like Look, if you need to step outside, you know, it's not like where you work in a job and if you leave your cubicle, you know, the, the manager is asking where you are. And, exactly. You know, the, exactly. that pressure. And quite frankly, not having that inherent pressure, I went out just one time out of the whole shift from, from nine to, to one o'clock. Wow. Um, otherwise, I was in there and I was praised several times and I did a really good job. And I was told that so I can, at least I can say it. Yeah. Um, set up for two shifts this week, um, and I'm going to ease into it where I can then I'll go three shifts and, um, and you know see how it goes. But that's amazing. So yeah, and and you just said you know you don't have to worry about the peer support and and knowing about because I needed to know you know you know and you know as a peer support worker that you've been through hell and back. Okay, right. check. Uh, then it's about knowing about all the common um, 
mental illnesses, and that's typically depression, anxiety, bipolar, mm-hmm. uh, and sad, you know, but that's an offshoot. Right. Uh, and you're like, well, you know, check, <laughs> you know, on, uh, and um, so it's like, that you know you don't have to worry about but the distortion will be like oh i'm not gonna know this and I'm, uh, yeah. you know i'm gonna be nervous the first call but it's just once you get there it's all the rumination and all the worry before you even leave the house yeah. is what kills you but if you force yourself you know that the, like yesterday when i went to meet ingrid i was i was on my way there and they were having trouble with the buses mm-hmm. because of the weather so I literally stood there for like a half an hour and I couldn't get on and they were too full. And, and I was started to type a text in my phone. Maybe today's not our day. Maybe we should reschedule. It was the typical thing that I was going to cancel and go back to my safe place home. Right. And, and I, and I was like, I copied it just in case I wanted to do it, but Mm -hmm. then I cut it and I didn't send it. And, and right away to myself, I thought that's a good sign. Yeah. I decided I'm going, I'm going. And I ruminated it the whole day because, uh, you know, it's just like going to the mood disorder. Another issue was just doing something out of your comfort zone. Right. You know, doing something you don't do every day. Um, but I knew as soon as I go, we sat down and we were face to face. It would just be natural that yes. all that stuff just wipe away. And it's exactly what happened. Well, and that's what I was, uh, I was telling you. Uh, well, yeah, what I was telling you was you have no reason to be anxious about the subject matter because you're an expert in that subject matter. Uh, so you, you really, you, you need to be very confident about it because, you know, you know what you're talking about when it comes to this. Um, yeah. And, and I, I, you know, I am, I know that's, you know, it's my avocation. It's what I, dwell on so you know i kind of know it but but to hear it from your best friend it's just you need to hear these things Mm -hmm. words are very powerful and coming from somebody else especially when you don't have the socialization just when he says that i just got warm fuzzies and it was just like yeah i know he's right yeah and then you you had a great day i I mean everything i think what you told me uh almost verbatim was uh it couldn't have gone any better yeah, exactly. Yeah, and just typing it kind of was like, can't believe I'm typing this right yeah. now. Yeah, you know. And so, the more that you learn new things and new thoughts, I'm sure that will take some of the power away from the distortion. Yeah, and that's the whole idea of cognitive behavioral therapy: is what was I thinking before? What did I say? What did I do? And 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 kind of like reverse engineering mm-hmm. you would get that right and and just go through it and like all right no 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 that screwed up let's yeah. fix that and then and you know and reverse engineer your whole thought process right and that i guess is the non-technical ways the cbt or the mental re-engineering yeah exactly you know and changing all those thoughts and which would lead to different behavior more beneficial behavior right yeah no, that's great. Um, so, so, so yeah, those, it went well, and I'm looking. F- I'm really looking forward to, to going back tomorrow. Um, it's uh, and I and I'm just and it gives me another reason to hope uh, that 
this thing sticks longer because yeah. I do want to go there and experience that sense of accomplishment. Right. And 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 to strengthen my self concept and my self worth that I did something good today and right. uh, you know, and I got through it. Uh not a basket case. Mm-hmm. I'm not an animal. I'm a human being. <laughs> exactly. You know? It's the John Merrick thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, and when you're really depressed, you think you look like John Merrick. Yeah. And God forbid, you know, it's, and that's neurofibromatosis. <laughs> it's a, my Rain Man thing. That's what that is. But, <laughs> wow. uh, it, you know, it's, it, and you know you're not, but you look in the, the mirror when you're a, on a bad day, you yeah. just look like a, like a deformed monkey. Right. You know, and then on a good day, you're like, hey, you're not so bad. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's distortion. Exactly. And just always be aware that's distortion. Right. That's the disease. That it's not me. So yeah. forget I said it. Move on. Go watch another All in the Family episode. You know, exactly. Change those. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really all about changing your behaviors uh, and focusing on the positives and don't ruminate on the the negatives yeah and i i would definitely recommend going to group type situations the mood disorder association uh, a lot of people say that they really their lives change when they were in a group yeah whether it be you know then they have a lot of different groups where it's music therapy or if it's mm-hmm. the the wellness uh, recovery action plan which is rap yeah and that's your your depression toolbox and uh, the depression anxiety group or the, the the family matters group or you'll be as at least for me as a social phobic it'll be tough to get there and then you sit there and you're all self-conscious with other people but then you realize to yourself everyone there is feeling exactly the same emotion exactly yeah and we're all nervous as hell and he looks weird and he thinks i look weird and all that mm-hmm. shit but once you start going, it's cathartic. Well, and it's the, like he just said something I was thinking, and I think I'm a wackadoodle, so nobody <laughs> thinks like me. And no, there are other wackadoodles out there. And that happens to be the biggest piece of feedback we get from our show is from mm-hmm. people calling us or, or emailing us and telling us, uh, "Thank you for your show because now I know I'm not alone." And yeah, and thinking you're the only one that thinks like that is distorted in itself. I mean, that's exactly. not even logical. But logic doesn't really play a part, unfortunately, right. in cognitive distortion. But being in a group, you will realize that there are people that think exactly like you're thinking and are going through exactly what you're going through. Uh, so yeah. that should provide hope. And in a lot of groups... I bet in in different to- for different topics, not mental health issues, but mm-hmm. you know everyone is is trying to talk and thinking of the next thing they're going to say. But in these types of groups, you find you want to listen more because right. the more you listen, the more you realize that oh my god, he he has to go through that too, or right. it's what I think, or you learn a lot about yeah. yourself from others. Yeah. And again, if you're like me and you're social phobic and you have done the opposite and you've retreated away from society and socialization. And we've proven, I don't remember which show it was when we were talking about, you know, um, 
uh, baby Albert and the monkeys and all mm-hmm. those experiments, yeah. how social creatures we are. Right. Um, so you have to push yourself to the social situation and away from the reclusiveness. Right. Uh, that's in figuring ways to do that. We'll help you along. We'll give you more ideas, you know, next year on, on, on really on good ways that yeah. uh, coping strategies that I have come up with some that are just common, uh, all kinds of stuff like that. Right. And then the point is to try to, um, to be social, but within your comfort zone. Um, because that's right. Starting yeah. slow, baby exactly. steps, baby steps. Always, right. Totally. Cause you're not gonna, you know, you're like, Oh, well they said, you know, go be with people. So let me go to this concert on the, in the mosh pit. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. that's not going to work. <laughs> no, no, for sure. I'm afraid of guns. So let me just start with an AK 47. <laughs> exactly. You know. Yeah. No. Um, so yeah, no. baby steps and keep the positive in mind all the time. Uh, that's, you know, I guess the best advice, uh, that we can give. Yeah. Yeah. You'll get through this thing. And again, you know, it's, uh, just take it day by day and tomorrow it's all over. It'll be a new year and, uh, whether or not it goes well, or it doesn't, you're going to be fine. And next year we're going to be right there by your side. Uh, and, um, Hey man, if I can get through it, uh, Anyone can. Facebook doesn't close down. So right. I'm going to make sure that I post. I'm going to force myself to post um, to Unhinged and to at least my timeline. And mm-hmm. uh, we have Unhinged Facebook page. We also have the Facebook group, uh, which we're kind of just mixing information uh, now. But I'll keep posting. And you guys, please keep posting so we can talk through the holidays and help get each other through it. Yeah, and if, uh, if anyone has if anyone has any uh, ideas for uh, topics you want to see us cover in the new year, uh, please let us know. Um, Definitely, you know we we'll keep obviously we'll keep up with the soap opera that is Doug, uh, <laughs> um, but that's that's just the as the stomach is. turns is what it's called. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, so yeah, just uh, we'll we'll keep up with that. But but if you want to hear some new some other topics that we haven't covered yet, or you know want us to get deeper into some stuff we have, uh, please let us know. Uh, we want to hear from you guys, and uh, you know we're here for you. So you know the more you, you say, let us know, or let it snow. I said both. Let us know. Let, let us, us know. know. Let, let us know. know. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, <laughs> that's where you're going to put the jingle, right? When you exactly. edit this thing. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, so that's all I have. <laughs> it's, that's all I have too. I'm out of gas. It's the end of the year and don't worry. We're going to get through this thing and next year will be cool. Um, we're going to, we're going to have some good times one way or another. We're going to find a way to have some good times. Well, I'm raising my glass of eggnog to everyone. Uh, and have a happy holiday season and we will see you next year cheers yeah cheers to you guys and thanks for everything that's our show for today we want to thank you for joining us we really appreciate it 
Please follow us on Twitter at UnhingedPC, and like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash unhingedpodcast. Also be sure to check out our website if you haven't done so already. It's at unhingedpodcast.com. We'll see you all next week.